With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. Turn first-round picks like Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The Volume. Listen, we've all had fender benders in our life. Sometimes it's even more serious. People between the ages of 25 and 34, in fact, have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. Be careful, but even if it's somebody else's mistake, you can lean on Morgan and Morgan. If you've ever been injured, check out Morgan and Morgan. It's the nation's largest injury law firm. 100 offices and over 800 lawyers with over 15 billion, that's a B billion dollars recovered with over 300,000 clients. Morgan and Morgan has a proven track record of fighting for you to get full and fair compensation, fighting for people for over 35 years. Starting for an entire football franchise as a rookie quarterback is hard. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is easy. If you're ever injured, check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go forthepeople.com slash Colin or dial pound law. That's pound 529 from your cell phone. That's forthepeople.com slash Colin or pound law 529 from your cell. This is a paid advertisement. All right, welcome in. Dave Wanstat, the former Bears head coach, has thoughts on Justin Fields. You know he's from Pittsburgh. He's going to have thoughts on the Steelers. My takeaway in the first game is, boy, that was ugly. Uh, the Saints are now uh, 2-0, and undefeated. Derek Carr comes through in the fourth quarter through his career. He's been a pretty good fourth quarter quarterback. Uh, Bryce Young is small. He's never going to be a dominant player in this league. He's accurate. He moves well. Uh, they just don't have any playmakers. They gave up DJ Moore to get him, and they need receiver DJ Moore back. That was the downside of that move. But if you wanted to control the draft and get your quarterback, then that's what you do. Uh, smallish, accurate, moves well, uh, he's tiny though. And, and I think, you know, he's not going to ever push the ball down the field. It's not what you're going to get, but he's got an offensive coach. They had a very, very vanilla game plan for him. So, I mean, it was, it was a, a remedial game plan, not a lot of motion. They didn't ask him to do a lot, but they don't have a lot to work with. So they tried to kind of play, you know, field position and eventually gave up a huge play down the sideline from Derek Carr. Uh, that felt like a big advantage in this football game, a bobbled but caught ball on the left sideline. And uh, they hold on, uh, you know, a push. 
I didn't have a great first two weeks. Got a push on that. Had Carolina plus three. Carolina, I'm so glad I was talked out of it. I had the Saints winning the division. Atlanta, a wild card team. I like Carolina through the summer, but I did have questions about the offensive line and their skill people, and they just don't have any juice. Both of these were ugly games. I would prefer we had more Sunday games, one Monday night football game. I'm not a huge fan of Thursday night football. Most of the games are uninspired. Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit sometimes seem like, you know, they're pros, they do a good job, but I mean, the games just don't have any juice, any energy. As far as the Pittsburgh Steelers, they won a game tonight with nine first downs. Uh, I don't know how long Matt Canada is going to get in Pittsburgh. I don't get it. Five years, the offensive line still uh, suboptimal. The run game's hit and miss. Uh, I, I don't see clever, but Mike Tomlin and the Steelers, they're all about continuity and loyalty. So Matt Canada retains employment. I just don't see it. When you watch the Rams and McVay and the Niners and Kyle Shanahan and the Dolphins, uh, where they spend their money, uh, uh, the coaching, the schematics, the adaptability, they're just playing a different game than the Steelers. They won a game. Uh, it, it never breaks my heart when Deshaun Watson, who I think the creepy guy, uh, loses a football game. I just don't think he's, I think you take a year and a half to two years off in the NFL. I mean, you can make it as a coach. I don't think you can do it as a quarterback. I just don't think he's that good. I don't think he's a top 12 quarterback in the league. I never loved uh, how he threw a football. He was a playmaker in his best years. But uh, we've had so many young quarterbacks get drafted in the last three years and emerge in the last year or two. I just don't consider Deshaun Watson an elite quarterback. Uh, you know, he probably should have gotten the benefit of a pass interference call and that one that sailed out of bounds. You're on the road, you don't get the call, but the Steelers won with nine first downs and being dominated in time of possession. You're not supposed to win that game if you're a star quarterback and you're Deshaun Watson. Uh, Nick Chubb injury is um, gross. Um, I, I saw the video once, that was enough. I don't want to see it again. But, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, one and one, they find ways to win. Um, but I just, I feel like they're playing a different game. They feel very much like New England with better players. I just don't think there's much of a ceiling offensively. And if you don't have home run plays, if you're not creative and clever and adaptable, I just don't think you can, you can get to conference championships or beyond. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off on an NFL Plus Premium annual subscription when you sign up through Plus Play from Verizon. Plus Play. It is a platform where you can shop, manage, and save on the subscriptions you already love, like NFL Plus. With NFL Plus Premium, you get access to live games on mobile, NFL Red Zone, NFL Network, and more. So you can watch multiple games all at once on any screen around you for updates. Never miss a touchdown. That's simple. And for fantasy players, NFL Plus Premium makes all the difference. Access to programming like Fantasy Live through the NFL Network. Red Zone for tracking player performances on a Sunday. Access to live local and primetime games. Access to Fantasy Plus. Just go to verizon.com slash NFL to get NFL Plus Premium today. 40% off, that's 40% off an annual subscription, just $59.99 for the full season. Get it before it's gone. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms. Let's bring in Dave Wanstat, former Bear and Dolphin coach. All right, Dave. Uh, it wasn't pretty. Nine first downs, barely had the football. It was very much, I guess this is my takeaway with the Steelers. So this is an organization that Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin, I mean, it doesn't even make sense in the NFL. They're all about loyalty and continuity. How many years does Matt Canada get the OC job? They can't get the O-line right. They can't run the football. I mean, I just look at this and I think to myself, yeah, they'll win eight or nine games. They'll finish above 500. I just look around this league at the Dolphins and the Niners and Philadelphia and some of these clever offenses. And coach, this is a tough way to make a living. I, I just, I think there's a ceiling to Steelers football when I see your thoughts. Yeah, I, I uh, offensively, it, it is. It's tough to watch. And and we know that Kenny Pickett, in my opinion, and I'm a little bit partial because he's a pit guy, and I'm a pit guy, Colin, but uh, the, the guy didn't have much of a chance. And the minute that you see your quarterback running for his life like he did, my first instinct is we got to slow that down. And how do you slow it down? You run the football. And with three minutes to go into the third quarter, the Pittsburgh Steelers had 12 yards rushing. I know it. I mean, I mean that I can't, I can't comprehend that. I mean, you could go up and take a knee, you know, 15 times at that point in the game and make more than 12 yards. I mean, it it really makes no sense. And at the end of last year, and I go back to Art Rooney, who's a friend, uh, you know, he made the statement. Mike Tomlin has, but at the end of last year, check it out. Art Rooney, the owner, said, we will run the football next year. We're not going to put up with what we did this year. We're going to get back to Steeler football. And here we are, and uh, and nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. You know, thank God for that defense. 
thank God for playing at home. Uh, unfortunate injury with Nick Chubb. I mean, he he's their lifeline. He was averaging six yards a carry before he got hurt tonight. So I think he would have he would have made a difference. But uh, yeah, Kenny Pickett right now, I think he's really as concerned about the rush as he is sitting back and reading the coverage. It, he doesn't look. He, he looks. He, he truly looks uh, like his focus isn't on reading one, two, three. What's the coverage? It's where's the rush coming from, and do I have to scramble? Do I have to get the ball out? It's tough for a quarterback to operate under those circumstances. A lot of young quarterbacks struggling. Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Kenny Pickett have defensive head coaches. This is not a shot at them. Um, but I do think there's a sensibility and a language offensive coaches speak. And I, and I feel like, you know, defensive coaches, um, you know, they're not going to be quite as creative. They're not going to be quite as risk-taking. And frankly, a lot of offensive coaches played quarterback. They were offensive players. And I, is it a fair criticism to say Pittsburgh's a defensive culture? Yep. And unless they get a young progress, it, that's its culture, is toughness <laughs> and physicality. And I just look at it and I think, that's not doing Kenny Pickett. Same thing for New England, coach. Right. Mac Jones had a defensive coordinator calling plays last year. Is that a fair criticism? Well, I, I think to some degree it is. The problem that you have in Pittsburgh is that tomorrow it's going to be the terrible towels. Did it again in a defense, and they go on to the next week. You know, I mean, it's nothing going to change. You, you know what's crazy? Uh, you you talk about, and, 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 and we're going to get into the Dolphins in a minute when we do. I want to bring up a point here about defensive head coaches because uh, it having to do with San Diego when they played the Dolphins in that first game. But yeah, back back to Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't see, I don't see it changing. I really don't. Uh, that's their identity. That's who they are. If they face a team that doesn't have the pass rush with the with Desaria Smith and Miles Garrett, like Cleveland is really good on defense. Then Kenny Pickett will have a good game and he'll throw for three touchdowns. But against a quality pass rush defense, nothing will change. It All right, let's 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 pivot to Chicago, where you spend a great deal of your time. Um, you know, I came into the season and I said, I think I'm kind of 55, 45, 60, 40. Justin Fields will work. I thought DJ Moore was a huge get for them, and he's been kind of their receiving core. But Dave, I just don't think he sees the field well. He reminds me a lot of Zach Wilson. He's got a good arm, he moves well, and he just doesn't anticipate the play. I think Justin Fields, I mean, I watched him on a lot of different views, almost like drone footage or behind him. There's wide open guys everywhere. He has time on certain plays. Do you yeah. think in the, you know, you know this, the GM and the head coach can say, we didn't draft him. He's not our guy. And next year, there's six to seven first-round quarterbacks. The Bears could have two top six or seven picks. Coach, I think it's really hard if he ends up, I mean, he's five and 22. If he goes seven and 10, six and 11, yeah. they're not sticking with him in Chicago. There's no way. No, they have two number one picks next year, as we know. There's and the, the the Panthers with the trade, right. Carolina. So they're gonna they're gonna be. Uh, they could have two ten top picks. I mean, maybe yep. two five top five. Who knows the way this thing's un unraveling? But uh, you know, the whole plan here, and I'm close to all those guys, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. I'm up there all the time, OTAs, training camp, and the blueprint 
was the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, two years ago, people were uncertain of Jalen Hurts. That's when they went and got A.J. Brown. Uh, that's that's when they kind of changed their philosophy and they buried Don. It's going to be a, a quarterback OT, you know, quarterback run pass option offense that Jalen Hurts can execute to a high level. Uh, well, the difference is so that's so they go out and they get DJ Brown here. Absolutely outstanding. Uh, the problem is Philadelphia Eagles got one of the best offensive lines, and last year they led the NFL in sacks. The Bears can't, but they, the, the strong safety was the leading sacker for the Bears last year. And you saw them against Baker Mayfield. Even when they got in there, their defense couldn't get Baker on the ground. I mean, he, they, so, so they make no plays on defense now. So my, my point is this, that Justin Fields, uh, yes, he, he, he did have time. He held the ball for, once I was timing him over three seconds. One time it was four seconds. One time five seconds. And he's trying to be not a running quarterback. Last year he right. leads the league in rushing, Colin. And there was an outcry. We can't win a Super Bowl that way. He's got to throw it. And I'm afraid to say, I think my, you know, I think Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, fell into the same trap as Justin did. Okay, we're going to. They, they had one quarterback run in the opening game. It was a quarterback sneak. That was it. That was the only call. To, and, and they were averaging about 10 or 12 a game last year. I thought it was too many, but but they were moving the ball and, and, and the offense was generating a rhythm. That's all gone. In this game, the opening drive, the second week against Tampa, they have the run pass option on the rollout. Justin keeps it, runs it in. DJ Moore was open for a pass across the middle. Never saw it again. They go back to the drop back. They're kind of running. You know, Luke Getze came from Green Bay, and it almost looks like a Green Bay Packer type of offense, and we can't do that. Uh, they've got to abandon that, their only chance, and go back to the run, quarterback run option, yep. and hope that their defense gets better. Otherwise, this kid's got no chance. You no know, chance. Listen, it's like right now the Philadelphia Eagles are a good team that doesn't have an identity, and they they won't embrace that Jalen Hurts is a power-running quarterback. That's what he is. Baltimore, to their credit, is allowing Lamar Jackson to be Lamar Jackson. Russell Wilson last year in Denver stopped running. Kyler Murray doesn't want to run. To me, it doesn't matter if it's basketball, football, or baseball. Lean into what you do. And I, I look at this, I, when I watch Justin Fields, listen, it's Zach Wilson. He's got some gifts, yeah, you can't, but he's a big, strong kid who moves I mean, you well. Can't, you can't and talk I, with I, that guy. Yeah. This, what's happening now is he's dropping back. If he doesn't like his throw, rather than running and making something positive, DJ Moore twice was open, yeah. clapping his hands during the game, trying to get his attention to throw him the ball. Uh, so, you know, it's... Uh, I, their only chance is to go back to what they did last year and, and turn them loose, get them on the move, and in passing situations, hope that he has improved. Now, their offensive line might be worse than last year. The draft pick is a player. Darnell Wright, the right tackle. But the right guard, the right guard, they're in their third right guard. Yeah. Nate Davis, they signed him. He don't practice. Then he had personal reasons. I think it was a family thing. So they started a guy they drafted in the seventh round last year. Never played. Uh, Lucas Patrick, the center, he, he didn't take one snap in a preseason. He's starting at center. 
the, the offensive line too is 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 struggling bad. And so again, by the uh, way, another yeah. another defensive coach, Sean McDermott, uh, Mike Tomlin, um, Matt Eberflus, struggling with the O line. Do you know in Week One? 10 of the 11 top-rated O-lines were offensive coaches. Andy Reid fixed his in an offseason. Sean McVay this year fixed his in an offseason. I think we have to be honest. Defensive coaches can fix D-lines quickly. Offensive coaches can fix O-lines quickly. How many years in a row can the Bears, two, three years in a row, they can't get the offensive line right? And by the way, they've used a lot of draft capital and money on it. They've drafted a lot of offensive linemen. Yeah, no, they um, have, and, yeah. It, I, I just, I think, it, no, it's uh, yeah. their first round pick this year. Darnell right out of Tennessee. He's going to be a player, but from there, they, they've got some guys that need to develop and they've got some older guys. Now it's not, um, uh, it's not conducive to giving your quarterback a lot of time and having him sit back there and be able to read the field. So, uh, they, they can't, they, they can't do what they're doing now. They got to go back to the run offense, abandon this. Hope their defense comes up with a few plays. You know, we get no help from our defense in Chicago because, you know, the ball's on the ground. We don't we didn't get it against Tampa. We had chances for interceptions. We don't get them. So the offense never gets a short field. You know, they never get a, a – a, it's always drive 80 yards to score a touchdown. And that, that doesn't happen in the NFL. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on all the NFL action. Great offers every single game. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of the week's epic matchups. Walk away an instant winner. DraftKings is not stopping there. All customers take advantage of two new offers every game this September. Football's more fun when you're in in the action, no question about it. Download the app now. Sign up code. Colin, that's me, C-O-L-I-N. New customers bet just five bucks and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code Colin. The crown is yours. Let's um, transition to Miami, which I think is as good as any team in the league. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're just, the, they almost look like a Canadian football league with all these motions, uh, pre-snap motions. I will say this, you know Miami wants winners because you have the aqua water and the beach. If you win, they care. If you don't, they're out. Um, I worry that this team couldn't play physical football. It would be a finesse speed team. I watched them in New England, coach. They played between the tackle, run uh, football, power football. And I was like, okay. Plus, you love Vic Fangio. Almost every defensive coach I know likes Vic Fangio. He's dialing up pressures. I got to tell you, I don't see a big hole. I Sometimes I worry when a team spreads it out and they're a speed team, that that's what they practice and they can right. lack a physic. They lack a physicality, tough teams, tough practices. I worried a little bit about that with Miami, but you know, it is San Francisco's offense and San Francisco plays a power game actually. So it feels like it's a bit more finesse than San Francisco's version. You know, this Mike McDaniel is an Ivy League Kyle Shanahan. It's a little more spread out, a little more motion, yep. a little more finesse. But I was impressed with their physicality against New England. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, yes. Anytime you can, you can go shoot a shoe with the Patriots. Uh, that's saying that you're a physical football team. So they did that. You know, the two thoughts. Number one, two is doing a fabulous job. Uh, when you talk about physical and running the ball, the two things that I got to see from the Dolphins, 
McDaniel's got to stay and be try to be as balanced as he can. That's tough for him to do. You you got to remember back last year, Buffalo up there playoffs. They had their third team quarterback, Skylar Thompson, yep. the Dolphins. We're down to their third team, and they threw it twice as much as they ran it. They they threw it forty five times. They ran it right twenty. And I'm thinking to myself, run the football, and you're going to beat the Buffalo Bills. You're going to beat these guys in a snowstorm up there. Yeah. And and for whatever reason, they didn't do it. I think that is one thing that McDaniel's got to keep going back to, trying to be balanced. As many weapons and explosive, trying to be balanced. I think, you know, the game plan, I loved the game plan that the Chargers had. If I'm playing the Dolphins tomorrow, I'm going to do what they do, except that how do you leave Tyree Kill, yeah. you know, one-on-one? That that was the only thing. I would have never played man. I would have played zone. But their philosophy was Herbert, they, they ran the ball 10 more times than Herbert passed it. Yep. And they took the air. Took They ran the ball in Fangio's defense for what, 180-some yards? Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's the way you beat these guys. And you, you take the air out of the football. But you don't let the most the fastest guy in the world be one on one. That was the only thing that made no sense in this game plan. He's supposed to be a defensive guy, uh, you know. But I thought the big picture plan on offense was perfect. You want to beat them? That's what you do. Yeah, you don't want to get into a track meet with Miami. What you nope. want to do is you want to have. And I thought I agreed with you completely. It, Brandon Staley drives me nuts. I've never seen a team give up more third and longs, but their game plan was sound. It was, we're going to run the ball, eat the clock, give them probably two yep. fewer possessions and take our chances late. Yep. That's the way to beat Miami. Nobody's going to beat them in a track meet, especially in South Florida. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, no, no. So, you know, I agree with you. And it's just that the coverage, you always got to stay on top of Hill, you know? And if he, if he curls up and catches it in front of you, then you got to come up and tackle the guy, but you can't get into a foot race with him. You just can't do it, and uh, and that's what they did, and they and they lose the game because of it. But I liked the the game plan. I thought it was very good, and all the players bought in, and um, uh, you know, and, and New England tried doing the same thing, but they didn't have as good players, didn't have as good receivers, didn't have as good a quarterback. So, you know, obviously the plan didn't, wasn't effective. Almost, almost. Um, one of the things I think I've noticed in the first couple of weeks is there is a reluctance. Now we have, instead of four preseason games, coach, we have three. And there is this continued reluctance to play starters. So I think it's really hurt offensive line play. Yep. I think some of the best offenses, Kansas City's, Cincinnati's, really sputtering. When you have these star quarterbacks, they want to protect and not play. Um, I wonder if we have a little bit of a move back to playing starters in the preseason, um, because you, you know, defensively, you could probably use a little less practice, but if you're all line, if you got new starters and you don't play at all together in the preseason, you're going to be a mess in September. And I think that's one of the things I've noticed my, my kind of macro view of the NFL two weeks in is, are we going to? Are we going to go back to playing starters in the preseason? I think the offenses, a lot of the better offenses in the league have completely struggled. That's my takeaway on what I've seen. Your thoughts? Yes, 100%. And I think Nick Sirianni from the Eagles 
What was the first thing he said in his press conference? And they won the game in the opener. I will never let this happen again, what happened in the preseason. Our starters are playing next year. Write it down because I I didn't do a good job in the preseason. We were physically not ready to play. He totally agreed with them. I looked up when when uh, when the Bears lost their opener to Green Bay. I looked up to see the number. Justin Fields played eleven percent of all the preseason snaps, and Green Bay's quarterback Jordan Love he played over thirty percent. So this kid played, you know, a, a more considerable more. But Justin Fields had nine eleven percent of the snaps. Are you kidding me? This kid needs to play. 80% of the snaps. He needs to play. And so does that offensive line. Like you said, uh, I definitely think that there's going to be a movement back to that just because of uh, the reasons that you said it. And and Sarah, and you hear coaches saying I wanna, it already. I want to move back to the Bears on this. You, I was, I spent the weekend in Chicago. You spent a lot of time there. Um, I, I, it's my favorite American city. Um, I, I just love the architecture, the people. Uh, it's so passionate, politics and sports. It's like a nicer version of Boston, a friendlier version of Boston. Um, politics and sports rule the day. The GM has had some whiffs, but also had some hits. Uh, the coach has a lot of detractors. But with the draft being as strong as it is for quarterback, um, if there has to be a choice made, go back and you tell me the history of the Bears. Will they stick with a coach and move off the quarterback? That's my gut feeling today that Eberflus only has two years. He didn't pick fields. Uh, the GM didn't pick fields. My guess is they're going to keep the GM and the coach. Are you, are, are you backing me there? You know the history of the organization. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think that if they make a change, it would be at quarterback not the coach or GM. I, I really believe that. Um, and um, I think they're sitting there with, uh, just for the reason you said, and it's probably not fair to Justin, you know, that he wasn't drafted by them. Uh, he couldn't control that. But if they make a move, I definitely believe that's the way they would go. I do think that, uh, you know, they got a new president of the team. I know the owner, George McCaskey, uh, I think everybody's working well together. So there's not an internal conflict right now. So I definitely think if they do make a change, if something gets major shakeup at the end of the year, it would be the quarterback. It would not be the head coach. Of GM. Do you hear the players yeah. like Justin Fields? How is he? Um... They do. They do. And he's tough. I watched that kid last year in December getting ready for the Packers with a, a cold. They can't win a game. The fans are booing. He gets a separated shoulder, and he walks up to the podium in a sling. And they said, how are you going to be next week? And he said, how am I going to be next week? It's Packer week. I will be ready to go. And to me, that's what you need. That's Chicago. That's Chicago right there. Locked on shoulder, it's snowing out, it's freezing cold, but I'll be ready to go next week. So, I mean, he has the toughness, he has the commitment to uh, to be successful. Why? I don't know. You know, if you if you go back to his college days, Colin, you know, because I, I, I took a look at this. He started two years at Ohio State, and two years 
he was sacked like 49 times, like 28, 28, 29 times a year. And then he leaves and C.J. Stroud takes over, quarterback now down at Houston. And they actually threw the ball a little yes. bit more. And I think he was only sacked 12 times. So this holding the yes. ball syndrome or or making a decision syndrome or whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is. It, it was it was there in Ohio State a little bit, and I don't think anybody wants to admit it, but it was there. If you look at yeah, the numbers. Uh, Kyle Shanahan um, had told people inside the building in San Francisco that he was concerned that that was his knock on Justin Field, that he just didn't see the field and that he just held on to the ball too long. And I think that's a great that's a great nugget by you is that they threw more was C.J. Stroud, and he was sacked significantly less. Now, some of that can be personnel, but Ohio State's always had, you know, four and five star. Oh. You know, it's Ohio State. They got guys as big as that door blocking guys from Northwestern that want to be doctors. I mean, think about it, right? I yeah, mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, he has, he has time to throw the ball at Ohio okay, State. Okay, finally, uh, you love the Big Ten. Uh, I love college football. Notre Dame, Ohio State this weekend. But I want to ask you, about Deion Sanders. Now, Travis Hunter won't be available for Oregon or USC, and I think that'll be their undoing. I think he's such a special player. That, that gave them a real shot in those games. Um, how surprised are you? Um, not that he drew attention, but I mean, 70% of his roster coach is transfer portal, and they've been, they've been pretty efficient not heavily penalized. Um, now that I think, you know, looking ahead to Oregon and off a Nebraska game that was highly emotional, I just think they were flat. You know this in college football. You don't get the same. Right. <laughs> they sure. were just, they got USC and Oregon coming. They played Colorado State. Right. They were completely flat. Are you surprised though at the immediacy of the efficiency? And they look like a, a fairly uh, well-oiled machine offensively. Are you surprised by it? Uh, no, because I know the couple of the coaches on the staff there and the guy that's the offense coordinator, you know, who was a head coach at Kent state and was, did a heck of a job. And he went there and then he had a chance to go to Notre Dame a week after he took the Colorado James, uh, job, uh, Reese left Notre Dame and went to Alabama and they tried, hired him away from Dion and come into Notre Dame. And he stayed because he was committed and, and that told me something right there that, you know what, this, cause this guy's a heck of a coach. And I, I agree with you. I was waiting to see 12 men on the field, right? Guys jumping off sides, uh, too many men on the field for a punt. Can't get the field goal team out there. They were smooth. They were as smooth as anybody. You got to give Dion credit for that. And, you know, with this transfer portal, the one thing that happens you know, very few kids go into the transfer portal unless they got another place to go. Now, it might be a level below or whatever it is. So, you know, it's not like it was when I went to school. And Johnny Majors took over a pit. They opened the doors. He brought in almost 90 freshmen. In fact, there was a story in Sports Illustrated a month ago. That was the biggest turnaround behind what Dion did. But we had no choice. We either played and we jumped on board or we were out and lost our scholarship. So there was no transfer portal where now these kids did leave. They, they didn't fit in or whatever the circumstance was. Uh, I was a little head, I had reservations because, you know, you kind of say, is this the right thing to do for college football? But the more, and I know Dion a little bit from the Florida state, Miami days and Dallas days. And the more that I hear Dion talk, 
you know, he talks about his faith. He talks about his family, about making these guys father, good husbands. I mean, he's, he, he talks about the right things. And then, you know, you're going to be in a pro system. Nowadays, you know why these kids go to college? I mean, I hate to say this. When I went to Pitt my first year, I remember going back there because the first time I, I was a Pitt's assistant with Johnny Majors when we won national championship, you know, kids went to school somewhere because they wanted to get a good education. And and like myself, as I'm a junior now, all of a sudden, someone said, hey, you might be good enough to go to the NFL. And I said, really? I mean, you know, no, there was no social media. No one talked about it. You just went there to try to get a degree and play football and hang out with the, with the guys. Now, so I go into my first home. I go back to Pitt in, in the mid-2000s uh, there, and I go into a home, and it was us in Notre Dame, and Charlie Weiss was at Notre Dame. And he was coming out, and I'm getting ready to go in. And I'm wearing my Pitt National Championship ring, and I'm going there, and I'm talking about why you should come to Pitt and our great business school and on and on and on and the tradition of Pitt and Tony Dorsett and Dan Marino. And I walk out, and I said, did you see what Charlie was wearing a Super Bowl ring? And my assistant coach said, Coach, you've been in the NFL for about 15 years. These kids, unfortunately, don't want to hear about getting this degree. They want to hear how quick you're going to make them first-round draft picks. And I took that national championship ring and put it in the drawer, <laughs> and I put my Super Bowl ring on. And that was the end of it. And my point is, with the story, is that these kids nowadays, how quick can you make me a first-round draft pick? And can you get me into the NFL? And if you're running a pro system – like Dion runs on offense and defense, and you have the NFL pedigree, it, it's attractive. It sure. really is. And he, he's going to do well, and he's going to get great players and great talent. And I, I could just hear Dion in the house with the mama. You know, you're talking to someone's mother, and, and he'll win the mothers over in the household. I promise you yeah. that. You know, they're going to love him. They're going to love him. And, uh, no, so it's it just be a matter of if he'll stay at Colorado. That's the only question I yeah because he's going to be successful. Boy, it's been... And he's good for he's good for college football. You know, there's so much negativity out there with you know with obviously realignment. You know, there's so much stuff that people are complaining about. You know, I think he's just a, a fresh breath of. Uh, a uh, uh, fresh air, you know. I really yeah. Do. No, I mean, I, I, I. He's bringing new people into the tent. I love college football. This weekend's a great game: Alabama, Ole Miss, uh, Notre Dame, Ohio State, uh, Colorado, and Oregon. Uh, there's, I think, uh, well, I, I, there's a there's a West Coast game. Is it UCLA, Utah? Could be. I could be wrong on that. Dave Wanstat. We talk Bears. We talk Dolphins. We talk Steelers. Well, listen. You win in the NFL. You win. Pittsburgh nine first downs got a W, so that's good. Coach, good seeing you as always. All right, Colin. Bye-bye. Be safe. The volume. Football is officially back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. Listen, we all like watching football on TV, but nothing's better live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is at game time the fastest growing ticket app in the entire United States. For last minute, amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football team in September. Go download Game Time right now. And it's not just for football, baseball playoff games. 
comedy shows, concerts all across the country. Download the Game Time app and use the redeem code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app. The redeem code is Colin. That's my name, C-O-L-I-N, $20 off if you do that, no matter where you live. Get out and have some fun this weekend, baby. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Game Time. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.